the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's really true. God Almighty, the one that created heaven and earth, desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have it and even seem to not care. They don't even try to have an intimate relationship with God. The Bible lays out for us proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves me and you. Then we can reap all the benefits that come from having an intimate relationship with Him. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Because if truth is anywhere near told, once the will of God is known, most believers still don't do it. They procrastinate. The word procrastinate means to defer action. Delay. We delay. God said, now you know my will, do it. We be like, we delay. It also means to put off until another time. We put off to another time. Past this going to be next year, my year, next year. Isn't that what you said last year? And then that what you're going to keep on saying until you get the strength to do what God said do till you get God's heart straight up on the inside of you. Well, you, you, you know, you know, you don't know nothing about, you know how it is. You know, they, I said, they, I didn't say you, I said, they procrastinate. I know what to do. I already been told. Already been showed. It's already been exposed. Got a revelation. Came to the altar with tears running down the eyes. Now it's time to step into what God said in store for you. We procrastinate. Put it off till later. Mm-hmm. 
they deliberate. They procrastinate and they deliberate. The word deliberate means to consider something deeply. (laughs) To think it over. And then over. And then over. And then over. We think it upside, right side, backside, side side, (laughs) the other side. (laughs) Come back next day. And then start thinking that thing again and again and again. And it's fascinating how we study so hard to do the will of God. Somebody say, come on over and have some chicken. We don't deliberate that. You're like, what time? You know, we just, we gone. Come on, let's go to the movies. Hey, I ain't got nothing to do. Let's go. Let's do this, man. It ain't nothing but a word. But then here comes God's word. Hold on. I need to think about that. I I need to reconsider that. Study long. Come on, y'all know the deal. You study long, you study wrong. Because all you're doing is giving Satan more time to give you a reason why not to do the will of God. So that he can re-trigger them handles on the inside of you or why you should not do. So he can show you some more natural things. That stop you from stepping into the supernatural thing that God has in store for you. You got to learn to just step up and step out. Peter didn't study the water when God told him to step out and walk and come. And like, wait a minute, let me get the rhythm. <laughs> okay, the water's going that rhythm. And if I go the same rhythm, then it'll go, wait a minute, let me calculate. Let me, let me figure, let me cipher, let me... Let's go. Because Jesus said, come. Let's go. Because Jesus said, come. Is anybody hearing me up in here? They, they, they procrastinate. They deliberate. They repudiate. They repudiate. You know, I got to show my education there once in a while. They repudiate. Where repudiate means to reject as having no authority or binding force. They reject the will of God as it has no authority or binding force. Like God ain't really Lord in your life. You know, Lord means supreme in authority. Lord means, in essence, the one who calls the shots. The one who says jump, and we jump. And figure out whether we jumped high enough later. But we jump first. The one that says move and we move. Standing out in the middle of the street. And, 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 and something coming at you. And your mama say, come now, get out the street. You ain't supposed to be like, well, why? <laughs> Under what authority are you speaking to me? <laughs> You're going to get your butt run over. A lot of folk reject the word of God like it has no authority. They reject what God say, like he has no authority in your life, like there's no binding force whatsoever. The word repudiate also means to reject with disapproval or condemnation. We begin to even speak ill against the will of God. We'll eventually begin to speak ill against the will of God. That happens a lot of times. I don't get used to it, praise God, because this church is a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is, a, is a refiner's fire, praise God. This church is a refiner's fire. 
And you get up in here, praise God. You might run into some folk and that, that, that don't, go, don't go here no more. Praise God. But like, why? Why don't you go there no more? That pastor, he always talking about doing the will of God. He always, he always talking about, it don't take all that. I'm going to show you scripture. It don't take all that. I'm going to show you the word of God. The problem was is that they, they, they recognized they wasn't doing what they were supposed to be doing. Instead of stepping up and doing what they're supposed to be doing, they ran away from it like a lot of you, I mean, a lot of others do. And then they'll turn around and speak against it as though it's wrong. Speaking against the word. This is the word that's right here. I'm going to walk you through the word. Same Pastor Pearson's opinion. It's the word. The word of your father. The word of him who loved you enough to save you, deliver you, heal you, provide for you. Now it's time to pay the piper. Does anybody hear me up in here? They try to repudiate, they reject it with disapproval and condemnation. Like it's just so wrong. Oh, to do God's will. Oh, I repudiate that. They procrastinate, deliberate, repudiate, and then abdicate. And then abdicate. A-B-D-I-C-A-T-E. Abdicate. The word abdicate means to renounce or relinquish a right, claim, or responsibility. It's to renounce or relinquish a right, a claim, or a responsibility. It is our God-given right to do what God wants us to do. It is our God-given responsibility to do what God called us to do. We get all excited about what God gives to us, but to him who much is given, come on, walk with me for a second. To him who much is given, much is what? Much is what? Much is what? Where'd you get that from? The word of God. And you've been given much. And God is blessing you with much more. But if we don't do it, we then abdicate. The word abdicate also means abandon. We abandon the will of God. Leave it over on the side of the road as we go on someplace else. We abandon the will of God. We just leave it over on the side someplace while we go do something else. They, 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 they procrastinate, deliberate, repudiate, abdicate. In fact, they bow to everything else that they consider great. Everything and everybody. They consider great. Well, you got to understand <laughs> my wife. You got to understand <laughs> my husband. You got to understand <laughs> my kids. You got to understand <laughs> my goldfish will miss me. You got to understand. <laughs> I usually pet my, 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 my puppy about that time. Everything else that we consider greater than God at a time. They do everything to escape doing the will of God. That's other folk, though. That ain't you. Because our prayers, Lord, thy will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. He had them pray that. See, a lot of us pray that, but we pray that for everybody else. Oh, you're going to, you, you believe you've got to do the will of God? I'm going to pray for you. What about when you find out about the will of God for your life? Don't you want to pray for you, too? Turn to Mark chapter 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm, Jesus was like, man, y'all better pray. 
Because otherwise, you ain't going to want to do the will of God for your life. Now, we, now we are sons of God. Julio. We are intimate sons. Close sons. One of the ways you can tell we're so, because we do the will of God for our lives. See, doing the will of God demonstrates a true, intimate, divine relationship between God and the doer of the God's will. Doing the will of God demonstrates a true, intimate, divine relationship between God and the doer of his will. Mark chapter 3, we'll start reading the verse uh, 35. Let's do verse 31. Let's come on down and get it in the context. Because Jesus was doing the will of God for his life. He was doing what the Father wanted him to do. Holding the meat and praise God and folk was getting healed. All kind of powerful stuff was going on. Revelation was coming up. Verse 31, it says, There came then his brethren and his mother and standing without. That means on the outside. They wasn't in the meeting. They on the outside. This was his natural mama, his natural brother. They on the outside. They wasn't on the inside where he was. They was on the outside. He there doing the will of the father. They outside. And, 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 and here they come, standing without, and sent unto him, calling him. They didn't go away even where he was. They sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him. And they said unto him, speaking of Jesus, Yo, Jesus, behold, thy mother and thy brother without, brother and without, seek for thee. I guess he was supposed to stop what he's doing and go out there where they are. And he answered them, saying, the ones that said that, who is my mother or my brother? Who is my mama and my brother? And he looked round about them which stood about him and said, behold, my mother and my brother. For whosoever shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and my brother and my mother. He said, the same as my sister, my brother, and my mother. Why? Because he likened doing the will of God to a person that you can really tell is honestly and truly an intimate son of God, an intimate daughter of God, and an intimate woman or man of God because they're willing to do the will of God. Once again, remember I told you sons can either be intimate or they can be remote. They can either be close or they can be distant. Here they, here they are, the natural brothers and sisters. They're distant from God. They're not doing the will of God. They're not even coming in the middle of the place where the will of God is being done. They're on the outside trying to get them to stop too. Because there's going to always be people that are distant that's going to try to stop you from doing the will of God too. That's always, always going to be people distant that's going to try to stop you from doing the will of God too. Give you every reason why not to. Well, you got to understand, you know, you know, my mother, my brother. He said, who is my mama and my brother? Then he stuck his arm out. One, one of the, one of the, one of the uh, gospels said he put his arm out and he pointed to the folk that was around him. He said, these are my mothers and my brothers and my sisters. Here they go right here. Why? Because they do the will of God. See, I want to be included in the list of folk who God calls, Jesus called his brother. See, I want to be included in the list of folk that Jesus calls his brother. Yes. See, it's one thing for us to call Jesus our brother. But what would Jesus, what would Jesus call you? His brother. Yes. See, it's one thing for you to say that I'm Jesus. I'm Jesus' brother. That's my elder brother. What would Jesus turn around and say the same thing about you? Yes. 
Not really. He'd be like, not really. Because <laughs> they're on the outside trying to shut stuff down. Rather than on the inside, not turning the will of God down. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, doing the will of God is a family thing. Doing the will of God is a family thing. But the opposite is equally true. Not doing the will of God is a demonstration of a lack of intimacy between God and the person who resists the will of God. Folk don't like this, but this Bible. (laughs) The opposite is equally true. Not doing the will of God is a demonstration of a lack of intimacy. Now, you're still family because they were still family, but they just wasn't the same kind of family. Because God distinguishes who's in his family. He distinguishes who's in his family. No hands, please. Some of us have children who do everything we want them to do. Some of us have children who rarely do what we ask them to do. They're still our children. We still love them. That don't change the fact that there's a distinguishing factor between the two. Just like in the body of Christ, there's a distinguishing factor. Those who do the will of God, those who don't do the will of God, those who are willing to do the will of God, those who are resistant to doing the will of God. You've got loving children and hardhead kids. All of them come from you. All of them are loved by you. But some are just there doing, some are not. Like you might have kids at home. Imagine having two children sitting on the couch, praise God. And then here you come from H-E-B, Whole Foods store, somewhere like that. And you bring in some food through the door. You might have one child that jump up and say, hey, can I help? Was watching the same game that the other one was watching. Watching the same program that the other one was watching. One say, can I help? And they go out to the car and they get stuff for you. Or you might have came in with bags. They took them from you, went and took them the rest of the way in and said, you sit down, I get the rest. You know, and they go handle it and stuff like that. But then you have the other set of kids. Hey, did you buy cookies? And if they do get up, they're going to find them cookies. And once they get what they want, once they get what they want, once they get what they're going back, sit back down, throw that leg up, grab the remote, and go back to doing what they was doing. Two kind of kids. Is anybody up here? You got the ones that's always putting their hand to the plow, trying to figure out how they could be a blessing. And you got the other ones that's just throwing their leg up, sitting back, just laying back, just eating cookies all over their mouth. You got one that's just a monster at getting done what needs to get done. Then you got that cookie monster, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Woo, Jesus. Turn to John chapter 5, please. St. John chapter 5. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's saying to you. <laughs> you got them both, praise God. They're all in the family. Amen. But one you look glad about. St. John chapter 5. See, as an intimate son, Jesus desired to do his father's will. That's what he desired to do. And remember, God called us to be imitators of him. So we ought to do the same and have the same deal. John chapter 5. We'll start reading at verse 30. It reads, I can of mine own self do nothing as I hear I judge. And my judgment is just. 
Why is that? Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. He said, I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. Now, Jesus was a personification of the, of the second part of the Godhead. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. They want a name, aim, purpose, thought, and direction. But if I could phrase it this way, he's just as much God as the Father is. Just like he's just as much God as the Holy Ghost is. He just took upon flesh, that's all. But he's still God because in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He just took upon flesh and dwelt amongst us, but he's still God. He's still God. And he can do what he want to do. But his heart is to do what his Father wanted him to do. Even though he could have chose to do anything he wanted to do, he chose to do what his father wanted him to do. See, as intimate sons of God, like Jesus, we too should desire to do the will of our father too. We too should desire to do the will of our father too. Now, there was a day when children did what they did and went into their professions because their fathers and their family before them did it. There was a day, a long, long time ago, praise God, that, that, a, that a reason why the, 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 the next generation went into what they went into was because of they was raised in that. And that's what they were there to do. See, this, this premise dates all the way back to God. Whereas each generation does the same thing that they're supposed to do. And they keep carrying on the same thing too. It's just in this modern generation, we came into this me generation. It happened around the 60s. Some of y'all are too young to know nothing about that. Came around the 60s, praise God. Whereas this me generation kicked in, praise God. It was warmed up in the 50s, praise God, you know. You know, with all this, you know, all this rock and roll and stuff that was going on and all this stuff that was going on. But that's, that's when it got warmed up where people started entertaining the idea of doing something other than, than what they should do. But in the 60s, it like went buck wild, praise God. Was everybody, everybody started learning to do what you want to do. It, you know, and by the time it hit the 70s, my God, it's your thing. Do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to, praise God. <laughs> Some folk old enough know what I'm talking about, praise God. Where Satan systematically taught us to do the opposite. Systematically taught us to not be there to aid and assist the previous generation in accomplishing what it is that God put them on this earth to do. So now in most cases, can I tell you about most? In most cases, most generations that follow the previous generation are doing something that does not connect at all with the previous generation. Which means that every generation, people start fresh and anew. And there's no previous generation to aid, assist, and guide, and empower you to move forward into what God has in store for you. We've been trained, systematically trained, to do something other than what it is we were supposed to do so that we would never be like Jesus and do what the Father do. The world system taught us otherwise. But this year, God has drawn us near to him so that he can undo what the devil in his world system did to cause his, his, God's children to not desire to do the will of God for our lives. See, if we would have continued that mindset, do what the generation before us do or have something to do with what the generation before us do, then we would know I do what I do because of my father. I'm going in the direction I go because of my father. And that if it didn't match the will of the father or if it, it didn't even need to be the exact same thing that the father do, but the father would approve it. Right. 
Whereas we would then go to the Father to be able to approve what it is we do. Approve the relationships we have. Approve the friends that we have. Approve everything. Praise God. But Satan systematically defeated that. By making sure the daddies ain't in the household in the first place. Daddies don't know the will of God in the first place. Daddies don't know nothing about God in the first place. And they just go and do what you want to do. Just go and do whatever. Just go and do what you want to do. No, you don't go do what you want to do. You're supposed to be being trained to do the will of God. See, God's drawing us closer to him so he can undo all these lies that's been put on the inside of me and you that we can just do anything we want to do. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true, that God really does want to have a close, intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us that are there for me and you so that we can walk through those pathways into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer relationship with God Almighty and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with Him. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.